Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Radio Dose Podcast, episode number 11, brought to you by Smith Bros Entertainment. This is Owen Smith, co-host of the show, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Luke Joseph, and producer, Drew, and we are excited to get episode number 11 underway. We're going to be talking about bending the rules um, and just kind of talking about maybe when it's okay, maybe when it's not okay, how often is it done, and stuff like that. It's, it's going to be a good conversation here. Uh, but before we get into it, first off, we want to thank you guys for tuning in week after week. Um, and we want to make sure that we continue to hear your feedback at SmithBrosENT on our Twitter and um, make sure that you um, just keep up to date with us there. Uh, but how are you guys doing today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. Like I said, appreciative of all of our feedback um, yes. for how everything's going here at Radio Dose. And we hope that you guys continue to listen because um, we're going to be going all year and hopefully beyond that and beyond that. And, This is something that we're looking to grow and uh, have fun with here at Radio Dose and at Smith Bros ENT Entertainment. So, yes. All right, uh, Luke, this is mainly your topic idea, but it's something that um, I'm also, uh, I'm really excited to talk about, but I'll let you go ahead and kick off the discussion. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about how, like, society, we either set these rules and then we will bend the rules when it comes to our situation, right? Or we will bend a rule or find a way around them until we're caught bending the rule. You yeah. Know? Um, and kind of just give examples of those situations, what that's like and what the effects of that do and like how, how common it is in an everyday situation. And there's things that we do that we probably don't even recognize is considered bending the rules. Speeding. You know? Speeding, yeah. It, you know... It's yeah, that's something good to start with is like the first thing that comes to mind probably with a lot of people is the speeding is so here's the speed limit is 55 and you're like, well, I'm just going 60. It's only five over. You're still breaking it. You're still, you know, and you're like, well, cops usually don't pull you over until you're like 10 to 15 over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh. yeah, I think speeding um, is probably the most common. Like you said, it's the first one everyone thinks of. Everyone does it, and I think that um, everyone does it, and yeah, it may only be one or two or five miles over the limit. Um, Some people do it to an excess, and usually those are the people that get caught, but everyone does it, and you're right. There is like a norm, like a society norm where it's like, is it a 55? Okay, it's a 60, basically. Yeah. And then like 65 is pushing it, but it's also like not – uncommon especially when you're on the interstate the interstate says 55 you're probably lot, going that's, 65 that's something least. i've noticed is like one time i was going everyone around me was going like 7 70 75 and then like we passed the speed limit thing and i'm like that says 55 yeah but no one even a cop i saw like a cop pass me and i'm like yeah but no one no one like interstates kind of i mean we're not gonna different. get we're not yeah. gonna start talking about traffic and all that <laughs> but like Interstate's kind of different. It's speed limits are definitely more enforced in s- cities, you know, like in like, like in a smaller city or, and or downtown, 
or, you know, in a school zone, of course, is probably where it's the most strict. But when you're on the interstate, it's kind of a, everyone's trying to get somewhere. The interstates are, I mean, everyone's going. That's the thing is you just kind of go, but you follow other people bending the rules. But, yeah, I mean, there's that's the most common example, I would say, uh, bending the rules. Yeah. I think um, with this case that society is, like, the deciding factor. Like, think about that. When everybody's going over 55, it's all of a sudden okay. When everybody goes a little over the speed limit, it's okay. And it's just, like, depending on how society treats it, mm-hmm. that's how the rule is going to be, you know, how serious the rule is going to be determined. And, you know, like, murder is, like, a rule that's, you know, you can't, it's unbreakable. But, you know, simple things like speeding, you know, because society is like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's normalized for sure. It's yeah. like uh, uh, Batman's thing that he says. Um, you kill once and you kill you kill again because you've allowed that like. Oh well, I did it once. It's normal, right? It's like that's a lot of things with the bending the rules, right? It's yeah. like well, I've gotten away with it one time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it with this situation, and it's not the same, but I'm gonna do so- approach it the same kind of way. I can find a shorter way around. You know, yeah. And there's a lot of times I think with school that I would do that. You know, it was um, I would say there's a reading assignment or like a reading section on a test. I would immediately scroll down to the questions and look if it had if it said this page. I just go to that page and look for it, find it. Right. Yeah. It was easier than reading the whole thing. Yeah. Something like that. But they tell you read the whole thing. Uh-huh. You know. But it's just simple things like that that you consider faster. Which are they really? Is is going five miles per hour over the speed limit that much faster? I mean, it depends the distance that you're traveling. But now, because I mean, it's five more miles an hour. Yeah, but you know, so like if you're driving an hour, you get five miles down yeah. the road, which is I mean a decent distance. So I mean, you also got to think so when you when you're speeding, they the the faster. Or the higher over the speed limit you're going, the more red lights you'll catch. Is that true? Yeah. Mm. They say if you they, if you go the speed limit, you're the speed limit, you're more likely to catch green lights than red. Hmm. But no one ever goes the speed limit, so it's like you would probably end up going faster than that person going Maybe. five miles over. Yeah. Because you're not getting caught at any of those red lights. Like I said, it's more common for people to break the speed limit, I think. I mean, it happens all the time. If it says 45, you're going 50. If it says 40, you're going 45, whatever. But on the interstate, it's different because there's no stop signs or red lights or anything unless you get off on an exit. Right. But on the interstate itself, it's not. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's like the most common example. Another thing that I can think of, though, uh, for bending the rules a little bit is with um, home, like, in neighborhoods. What's it called? The Residential Home Association or something like that, mm-hmm. where it's like they manage basically, you know, what's acceptable in a neighborhood. Like, where do your trash cans go? Like, can your trash cans be on the side of the house? Do they have to be in your garage? Can you have a fence? Can you have a pool in your backyard? Yeah. There's, like, all these different other things. I don't know if, all right, I don't know if that's the correct term, but... There's a, an association that basically governs that, but a lot of people break it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Our neighbor did. Yeah, our neighbor broke it. 
with the fence. Yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to have put a fence. fence. Put up a shed in the backyard. Not supposed to do that either. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot in it, but it's but she hasn't. I mean, that's been years, years yeah. now. Well, I think another good point with uh, bending the rules is um, we're we're more willing to bend rules that aren't as enforced. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're willing to speed five minute five miles over the out five miles per hour over the limit because it's not enforced. It's usually typically it happens. I guess it happens like if you're going 35 and a 30. I th- I don't know. I mean, I don't know the how accurate this statement is, but I feel like it's more likely you would get pulled over for a 35 and a 30 than a 50 and a 45. Yeah. Because like 30 is like it's pretty strict. Like it's 30 for a reason, but 45 is like all right. What's the difference between that and 50? Right. Yeah. But yeah, but no, like it, it definitely like it. The more you bend the rules. Um, or I, I guess you bend the rules more than you if it's not governed as much. Yeah. If you're not punished for it. If everybody was punished the way that we are for going 20 miles per hour over the limit, or 15 or 10, whatever, if we were punished more for that, for going five, clearly that wouldn't be a rule that's, I mean, we would go, if if anything, below the speed limit. Or right at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's leeway, though, because, like, I think it's not impossible, but it's hard to be exactly at the speed limit. So I think there's some leeway. I think that's why there's, like, the five miles per hour. Like I said, I don't want to make this a traffic talk. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's tons of things, you know, like, um, think about, like, uh, you know, and I worked in construction. Uh-huh. Um, these supervisors would come out on the job sites and be like, you know, "Get your hard hat on," but then they don't even have one on. They're in. The, they're on the same job site as yeah. I am, just because they're the supervisor. They're not wearing one. Yeah, you deal with a lot of hypocrites. Um, yeah, you deal with a lot of hypocrites, and when yeah. bending the rules, because I mean, you can see it with the police. Maybe they speed. You can see it with all that, and so and yeah, but that's a perfect example. Walking on a job site and saying, "Hey, you don't have your hard hat on, put it on," but they don't have one on. It's like, like you're bending your own rule, right? And it's also it's bad business because it's like, well, why would we do what you say if you don't even follow your own rules? Yeah, you know, and you should do as I do and also do as I say. You know what I mean? A, like, I mean, it's. It's. I was watching a video last last night, and it was saying like um, every like if you're a business owner, right, or you're the leader, you're like in management, right, and then mm-hmm. you're telling all these people these rules, and then they see you breaking the rules. You know, they're gonna be like, "Well, why does he get to do it?" Yeah, I know he's in management, but what does what does that make? What does that that mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything, you know? Um, one of the things was when I was working at a movie theater, um, they told us never like jump over the counter, and our manager jumped over it one time, <laughs> and I was like, "You're you not supposed to do that." that. I was yeah. like, "Why?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, it's just faster." And I was like, "Okay, so." Yeah, I've I've worked in restaurants before, where you know you were entitled to a certain free something, right? Yeah. Free meal or free whatever. 
and there would be times where managers or whatever would be would and this is you know from the owners or management rule they would say you know no more than this right like there's a like i worked at a a pizza place at one point and you could have you know it was a buffet style place you could have anything off of the buffet at a certain point in the night it was like later in the night around eight o'clock so you could you know clearly the dinner rush is out of the way and all that right and you'd have to pay like another you'd have to pay that's how tightly this ship was ran uh you'd have to pay 25 cents for a cheese cup it seems ridiculous i i get it i th- I thought it was ridiculous too like it's it's cheese cup like 25 cents really they had they had a whole like coin jar that you would put it in for cheese cup whatever they're running a business mm-hmm. but you would see managers just take it and i get it they're closer to the, but they're they're breaking the they're breaking or bending bending breaking their own rule mm-hmm. as i have to put a quarter in for a mm-hmm. cheese cup but then that makes me think it's okay to go bend that rule but i but then they put me i never did but they could say oh you're not supposed to do that and i can get in trouble with yeah. with upper management yeah well i'd say it's um it's harder to enforce a rule when the ones enforcing it break it yeah, because like, as soon as like you see your parents like you know do something they tell you not to, you're gonna be like, well, why are they doing it then? Yeah, you deal with a lot of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. You deal with a lot of hypocrites. Um, something that comes to my mind when dealing with bending the rules a little bit is, I'd argue that um, sometimes bending the rule, bending the rules can lead to success. And can lead to more effectiveness in a business. That's, I watched a video on that too. Yep. You did? Yep. They were talking about there's just certain ways that, especially with technology, that was yeah. the one they were pointing to the most, is that there's all these ways to do this stuff with technology. But in there's been certain cases where in that, in them bending the rules, they found a completely faster way. And it it gave them success. Yeah. So because they, but were they bending the rules when doing so? Yeah, they were bending a rule that was like, it was like, oh, it's a rule, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm. It's like the five miles per hour thing. It's like, well, it's just it's just five over, right? It's just this little thing that I'm bypassing. Yeah. But in that, they discovered something major. Yeah. Because, but it, it, had they not bent that rule, they wouldn't have found it. Well, yeah, I think when you think past the rule, you're able to not just be contained by it. There's there's some rules, yeah. There's some rules where I think if you bend it and break it, eventually you can think back on that rule and say, wow, that was a stupid rule to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely... Um, I definitely think that there are certain rules that shouldn't be bent. I definitely think that there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of rules, but I think that in business and in and life and stuff like, there's more effective ways. There's ways to achieve it if you bend it, and if you get enough people to bend it with you. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, Colorado, California, places like that. 
for the longest time and in a lot of places across the U.S. still, marijuana is illegal, right? Yep. Enough people were bending that rule, and it's still bent across the nation, across the world, where it's not legal. I mean, and, and that's inevitable. But enough people were tired of it being a rule that you couldn't do it that they bent it enough to where it was finally broken, and then they're looking back at that rule, and I don't know what the Colorado leaders may be saying or California leaders or Washington, whatever, these, these states that have it legalized. But they're probably looking back and saying, wow, that was kind of stupid that we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about just recently here in Indiana, where Smith Bros Entertainment is based. Alcohol wasn't allowed to be sold on Sundays. Now it's allowed, but it's only a certain time period on Sundays, 12 to 8. We look back at that rule. Why? Why were we not allowed to buy alcohol on Sundays? It was some, mm-hmm. you know, it some stup- tradition yeah. that they just didn't care to change. Yeah. And then eventually people were like, hey, that's dumb. Now, that mm-hmm. wasn't a rule necessarily that was being bent because businesses would have been in a deep hole if they did. That was just kind of more of, um, you know, there were some laws that were put through. But there was enough people backing it that were like, we go to Ohio or Illinois or Kentucky or whatever, Michigan, surrounding states where they can, and we buy alcohol on Sunday still because we can. Here's yeah. something weird about that, right? Is, I mean, couldn't you still have gone to a bar? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you could have went to restaurants or so bars how does or that, whatever. How was that even... Yeah, think about how much alcohol is sold at a Colts game on a Sunday. Yeah. And then they were still like, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If you don't know, the Colts are the NFL team here in Indianapolis. And, yeah, I mean, it's the amount of alcohol that's probably sold at those games is ridiculous. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a very outdated rule. That was just kind of an example. It's like enough people were, tie- or were bending the rule of smoking marijuana or consuming it however way that they wanted to that eventually got to a point where now – Many states are fighting to legalize it, or citizens of that state are fighting to, mm-hmm. and some states have already accomplished it, and it's becoming normalized to have marijuana legalized um, across the nation. I mean, uh, there's only, it's only a select few states at the time, but there's population, or there's uh, you know like the there's people out there that are fighting for it, different politicians and all of that that are running based off of that. And it's just because there was the, the, enough people are bending the rule of marijuana being illegal. Yeah, I think another like a good example of like society uh-huh. and its effect on like the rules and stuff like that is uh, prohibition. Yeah. Of alcohol in the I think what was it the twenty some yeah. in the nineteen hundreds. Mm-hmm, so yeah. basically, when they prohibited it, alcohol actually got sold more because people yeah. just started breaking the rule, and there was no way to enforce it because they just had this over bearing rule that alcohol was out. I mean, that's why there's a black market out there for a lot of things illegally. Not saying I'm not condoning those or, you know, by any means. It's people are like, hey, people are still bending the rules. Yeah. yeah. You can't have this attachment on your gun. I'm going to go to the black market and do it. Yeah. I think like the unfortunate thing about like just outlawing something is now you can't regulate it because you have no control because it's not out there. For sure. And so, like, because in alcohol, because now they, then they couldn't regulate, you know, what what, what was going on with the alcohol. alcohol you were getting and all that. Because they're not even allowed to touch it. 
So it's just yeah, like, it wasn't government. Yeah, yep. it wasn't safe. But um, but yeah, no bending the rules. I mean, I definitely think it's like like I said, there's certain 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 situations where it's like okay, we can't tolerate that murder. There's no bending the rule there. I mean, that's you're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. There's no bending it. Yeah, at least things. in the United States of America, and right. most most nations. Yeah, there's but. certain things you can. Here's what I find funny about the country, though, right? Is that now that uh, you know there's states where marijuana isn't legal, right? Yeah. Um, say you live there, and you're of age in these other states too, right? Mm-hmm. All you have to do is go there. And then it's also it's also illegal. So it's like, but we're all the same. We're all the same nation. Mm-hmm. If I can, well, just, that's why there's state drive an hour to Michigan, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's legal. How is that? That doesn't make any sense to me because we're still under the same. Well, because it's not federally legalized. It's only through the state government. Yeah. So the state, it's up to the states. That's why I mean, there's a separation. Yeah. Between the state and the federal. And we're able to accomplish things in our state that maybe the federal wouldn't. But, like, if you were to travel back from Michigan to Indiana. Have it. And have it. You'd be in trouble. And it's also, like, it's a federal offense at that point, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it'd be a federal offense. Uh, I don't know. Because you're crossing the state and all that. I mean, I might be wrong. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a different argument. But, Uh yeah. No, I mean, there's just bending the rules. I mean, it's. I think it's the best way to get things accomplished sometimes, but it's also your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can get you in a lot of trouble, and um, you can become a hypocrite, like you say, with the with the guy that's not wearing a hard hat that walks on and tells you to wear a hard hat. There's a lot of corporations out there that are hypocrites and bend their own rules. Yeah. Usually the upper-level people. They've been their own rules. I just want it to be very clear that it's very it's uncommon for there not for there to be a rule out there that isn't being bent. Mm-hmm. I think like every rule you put out there being bent. Luke, you brought up something off off air, referring back to the video game addiction episode where. You know, mom told you can't uh, can't play Xbox, but you go and play PlayStation. Yep, it's yeah, it's uh, it's just a simple little, which I mean, and you know, you know, she meant all video games, and she just called it Xbox because that's the main thing you play. Yeah, but you know what she meant. Mm-hmm. But because she didn't specifically say it, you did it, and that's you know, it's just something, rules, just something yeah. like that. So I have an interesting... I I feel like that can lead to more. But yeah, Drew, go ahead. Uh, So basically, uh, marijuana is illegal federally. Yeah. There's a federal marijuana law since the 1930s that has declared the use of marijuana illegal, even though state governments are still legal. Are you saying legal or... Illegal. Illegal. It's illegal federally. But interestingly enough, states are still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can do that, though. Not necessarily when it's a federal law, you're not allowed to do that. It's just that the federal government doesn't care enough. I mean, I mean, I, listen, I'm not that it. I'm not that much into the government and the legalization, but I'm pretty sure there's a separation 
Yeah, I, there's something. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't get it passed. So it's just not nationwide, like legal. Yeah, it means like only in that state it's legal. Yeah, the uh, federal. That's why law. there's a state government. There's like you know the Congress and Senate and all that. Again, I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about politics, but yeah. Yeah, but like uh, when there is a federal law, that means like all states are supposed to follow it. Yeah. Well. Unless otherwise, maybe. And, I mean, think about that. That is literally an example of bending the rules. True. Is that states are going against a federal but government. But I, I feel like they probably have some some sort of right to do that. I think so. Not Because they have their, in a way, a state has its own uh, form of government. Yeah, but when there is a federal law, yeah, you are not allowed to go. Before everyone is screaming at us in their car or whatever, however they're listening, we have, I mean, we have really no idea what we're talking right. about with that. So it's just like something. That's why I'm saying I don't know. Yeah, it may that may on in on paper that may be true. I know what you're saying, but we don't know completely. But back to bending the rules a little bit. Um, it's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. happening everywhere. There's, I mean, we can even talk video game wise. You can bend the rules in video games um, all the time. Yeah, do all these different cheat and codes. Some games and even bend like the rules. Some, I mean, get inside outside the maps. Yeah. Some games will even put them in there, but that's not necessarily probably probably to regulate. Just like oh well, if we give them stuff already, yeah. but it's stuff like. Oh, if you do this certain thing in this in this multiplayer map, you're online, right? And usually on online, they don't have cheats or anything. I know for one in GTA, I did this. There was a glitch where you could duplicate your car, right? Yeah. And you could do. And so I had this super expensive car, and would duplicate it, then sell it for nine hundred thousand every time. And you're manipulating the system. Yeah. And then I knew that they were gonna patch it. So you did a bunch. So. I knew, yeah, I, I knew they were gonna patch it, so I did it as much as I can. And when I saw, when I was, I kept looking on my phone like, when's their next update coming, or something, right? It's just something small. And usually, when they do the update, they will like take your money back and they'll take, delete all your cars, right? Yeah. So, I my Xbox Live Gold was running out, so I canceled it, got off, and didn't play until they patched it, right? Waited like a month after, came back on. They didn't patch me because I wasn't. A user at that time, <laughs> bending the rules yeah. to the max right there. That was like he went through a whole process yeah. just to make sure that he wasn't yeah. going to get in trouble. Yeah, he thought outside the system. See, it was, sometimes it's. I mean, listen, I don't agree with what you did because you were cheating the game, but it, I mean, it was an effective method clearly to not get caught. Which and I did that on something else too. <laughs> what Call of Duty? I did that. Oh, um, man. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've cheated on Call You've Duty. always gotten caught. There was a, I did the same I got thing. Caught it was a couple always, times. You just cancel your Xbox Live Gold, and they don't think you've played. They just somehow, somehow they don't look at it. They're as, just on their system. Right. So I, yeah, I remember you put yourself at like Prestige 8 or something like that, and I, I put myself at Prestige 2 <laughs> and just didn't play until they patched it, and you were like, oh, I got reset. Yeah, and then I came back on, wasn't reset. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways, um, yeah, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. And again, I think that it's a, an effective way to bend some rules, but also it just should be forbidden in a lot of case scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you have any other 
comments really related to that? I mean, I just I think it's uh, I don't know how far will people go though, you know? That's really something I wonder. Like, you put someone in a situation and then you kind of give them. It's more like when you give them the opportunity to bend it, do they bend it? Yeah. And when do they stop? When do they? When do they? Until they are stopped. Yeah. Right. But there's also like how far, how, how serious will they get about it? Because there's Until things like higher, higher level, mm-hmm. right? Where they might be like, you know what? It's probably time I just don't do this. Do well, you think they do that, or do no. you think they just go until they get caught? I'll tell you. I mean, I, I just feel like I mean that's and even some people that get caught don't stop, but it's definitely a scare for a lot of people. If you get arrested for underage drinking, you probably don't drink underage again. There's some people that do. Mm-hmm. If you get arrested or if you get a ticket for speeding, it's a hefty fine for some people. You know, it's a hefty fine, um, and you probably don't speed again. I know when I got a speeding ticket, it, it was the first time I'd been pulled over. And, you know, I, there was times where I would, I, I would speed to an excess because I was driving long distance and, it, and I'm not justifying it by any means. But as soon as I got that ticket and I had that fine and, and the financial situation that I was in, I was never going to get close to that point again. Do I still bend the speed limit rule for sure? Like I said, it's normalized now, mm-hmm. but not to that extent. So people are going to keep bending the rules until they get caught. But then, like, it almost comes in, becomes an addiction to break right. the rules and it, bend it becomes, them and all that. It becomes very unhealthy yeah. because, say, they keep bending these rules, and like we said, we they get bent so much that they end up breaking, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, oh, that was a dumb rule, right? Well, they keep bending these things, and they keep pushing, right? What's next? What are they going to bend next? You know, the thing that people have said about marijuana is, you know, well, we legalize marijuana. Well, what, what drug are we going to try to legalize next? Mm-hmm. That stuff. Where... where you know, because it can get bad. Yeah. You can keep pushing something. It can start with okay intentions and then end up on a completely different track because yeah. of one small thing that you did. You know, I, I've experienced that. I got, you know, at first it was just, oh, I skip one day of school. Just, and then end up setting up my phone number as the parent's number and not ever answering when they'd call for why, why wasn't Luke at school. Yeah, you know, and I get to, I got to that point where they actually had to go back and look at my records and be like, "Oh, that's the mom's number. <laughs> that God. was his number that he was <laughs> using." That was one of the worst things I yeah. ever remember you doing. You are the definition but of bending that, that rules. Was the, that, yeah. yeah, I that's always been that's especially at school. I've had a lot of experience with bending the rules, but you learned since then. Oh once yeah, you've been I, it. I was like, okay, I know how far I can push it. Yeah, I know what not to do. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Our whole life, we're, I, I just feel like we're destined to bend the rules because we as a kid, let's just, just imagine this. As a kid, you have a, a bike, okay? And your mom says you can't go past the neighbor's. Can't go past mailbox. the neighbor's mailbox. How good does it feel when you go past the neighbor's mailbox? It's a satisfaction. Go it's very sad. You're doing, even though you're doing something wrong, it feels good. I'm, I'm always scared. 
He's scared. <laughs> but once you do it, yeah. it's like accomplishing a goal. Like, right. I wasn't supposed to go back past my neighbor's mailbox. Even if it's, like, just, like, barely passing it. But then... Like, I did it. Yeah. But then you get caught, and you, you keep going a little further and a little further, and it gets a little ridiculous. You get to the end of the street at this point. And at this point, your mom finds out that you're going past the neighbor's mailbox. And then you get your bike taken away for a week or so yeah. and whatever. You probably aren't going to go past your neighbor's mailbox ever again. Or you just go a little past it, but you never go. Yeah, you, you learn your limit. Street. You learn yeah. your limit. You learn your limit. Yeah. That's, that's all we rely on. Like, we learn. We, like, think about uh, It's weird to think that the speed limit, even though that literally says this is the, the highest you can go, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's something you can go past that. And people hate that if you go under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare you even, go 50 in a 55? Even though that's the limit, that doesn't mean you have to. But it, it means, is. But yeah, yeah. It I means, mean, it's ta- you're taught to. Well. Because you can also get in trouble for going too right, slow. Right, but that's like, I mean, that's like you're going 30 in a 60. That's when that becomes oh, yeah. a problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can never tell you when I was going more than 10 miles per hour under the speed limit. Yeah. I don't know that I have unless there's been like traffic and I'm like had to stop. Yeah, unless you're in traffic, but no, you never go under the speed limit. I mean, it's rare. And and the funny thing I think I think it's kind of funny about it is um so it's like they give us these limits, right? Your mom gives you this mailbox. They say it's 55. Mm-hmm. Um they say you have to be excused from school, stuff like that. They'll give you all these limits, right? Yet we feel like we have to learn our own limits. Like we have to do them. Like, oh, I need to test the limits. How how true is there what they say? Yeah. Let me see how true that is. Let me go try it. Is is it real that if I go past the, my neighbor's mailbox that something's going to happen? Let me find out for myself. Yeah. That's weird. It's, it's like almost an automatic thing like that we want to naturally do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. We want to naturally learn the limits by ourselves. Absolutely. And sometimes we find out something cool. And like, sometimes, like I said, with businesses, a lot of businesses that are successful bent rules to get there. And they might even bend the rules now. So it's very normal. Any other comments? No, I think that's it. Good discussion. All right, now it's time to get into producer Drew's facts of the week. Uh, Drew, you have a fact related to bending the rules. Go ahead and get into it right now. All right. Uh, 15% of tenants bend the rules, such as having a pet. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're renting or whatever. That's, uh, I think, 15%. 15? I bet it's higher. I feel like it would be a much higher. That's just harder, yeah. harder to well, record. Well, that may be 15% of who admitted to it. Exactly. That's probably true. Yeah, I mean, I definitely know people that have bent rules with renting and all that. It's very common. But here's the thing about those places. When you're renting, if you get caught with it, you're going to get evicted quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with a housing association, it's like, you own the house, like, eh, it's kind of, it's, you know, we'll let it slide. But, yeah, good luck. You can't get too far bending the rules when you're renting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is that all the facts for this week, Drew? Just the one fact? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for the fact. 
uh, of this week. And this, again, has been episode number 11 of the Radio Dose podcast brought to you by Smith Bros Entertainment. Uh, it's been Owen Smith, Luke Joseph, and producer Drew. Any last comments? No. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks yes, for listening. Thank you. Yep. Make sure that you guys continue to listen to us here on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Again, once it's been Owen Smith, Luke Joseph, and producer Drew for the Radio Dose podcast. Brought to you by Smith Brothers Entertainment. We'll see you. We live and direct from that.